birth, death, we are great. Respect each other equally. We are alive to make new friends. We'll be together till the end. A birth that we will eat. All the goals we will achieve. The golden rules we will obey. Which we follow every day. A birth, metal, we don't fight. Can't you see that that's right? Sportsmanship is what we need. To help each other to succeed. A birth, metal, we agree. To serve each other equally. We are alike to make new friends. We'll be together till the end. We'll be together till the end. We'll be together till the end. Welcome to the Birch Meadowway podcast. In our episodes this school year, students will debate about the U.S. states and partnerships. Each segment will be a debate about two states. They will discuss which state is better to visit. Some topics include landmarks, waterways, attractions, and history. We did a lot of research, but we had to pick the highlights or the segments would be too long. All the states are discussed except Massachusetts. We skip Massachusetts because that's where we live. We know you will learn a lot about the United States by listening to these episodes. Thank Thank you you for for listening and we hope you enjoy it. This is Luca and Mia's segment and we will be facing off Louisiana and Minnesota. I think that the land of 10,000 lakes, a.k.a. Minnesota, is better than Louisiana geography-wise because it has so many lakes that you can go ice fishing and swimming in. Fun fact, if you actually look at how many lakes are in Minnesota, there are more than 11,000. I think that the Pelican State, a.k.a. Louisiana, is better than Minnesota because I can go to many amazing beaches that are much warmer than lakes. I get it that you like the warmth more than the cold, but lakes have their advantages too because you can go ice fishing and their water is so much cleaner. I also think that Minnesota is better than Louisiana for a lot of other reasons, like the cherry on a spoon in Minneapolis. This is a giant sculpture of a cherry and spoon that represents a boat in the middle of a river that was made in 1988. I think that was interesting, but the Baton Rouge Orchestra is one of the coolest things in Louisiana because people of all ages can go. Louisiana shares its eastern border with the state of Mississippi. To the west is Texas, to the north is Arkansas. Louisiana is the 31st largest state. It covers 52,378 square miles, aka 135,658 square kilometers. All that space gives room for Louisiana's population, which is about 4.624 million people. How many people are there in Minnesota, Luca? Minnesota has about 5.707 million people to cover over 86,943 square miles. Louisiana is part of the Gulf Coastal Plain region of the United States. Its land is mostly flat. Elevation is higher in the north, then slopes gently downward towards the Gulf of Mexico. The state's lowest point is the city of New Orleans. It lies 8 feet 2 meters below sea level. Under normal weather conditions, dams and levees help the, keep the city from flooding. Let's talk about some Native American tribes from our states. First, I'm going to talk about the Natchez tribe. The Natchez were farmers who supplemented their diets through hunting and gathering. In the 1730s, the Natchez were in a war with the French. The Natchez religion consisted of building mounds or mound building as an expression of their complex tribal religion. 
That's fascinating, but I want to tell you why I think my Native Americans are better. First, I'm going to talk about the Sioux. Before the Europeans came, they hunted bison and buffalo, and they had religious ceremonies. The tribe also played a game of lacrosse, so they didn't call it lacrosse. The Sioux tribe called this game stickball. Awesome, let's talk about some history in our state. The state of Minnesota has a rich history over the years, dating back to 1858, when Minnesota was declared the 32nd state in the USA. After that, Minnesota had a giant wildfire that killed 453 people. But when Minnesota had some good history, when Charles Lindbergh, who was born in Minnesota, flew across the entire ocean in 1927. That was cool. Louisiana was declared as the 18th state in 1812 in the USA. I get that Louisiana has a good history with how it became a state, but what about all the other things that happens that change things for your state? Well, there is also that in 1682 that Rene Robert Capelier claimed the area of Louisiana for France. But do you know what the Louisiana Purchase did? Because if the Louisiana Purchase didn't happen, then Louisiana would still be a part of France. The Louisiana Purchase was very important to American history because we wouldn't have the rich Louisiana history that we have in the U.S. today. That's amazing, but I want to share some more history from Minnesota. Do you know that in 1941, Minnesota shot the first American gun in World War II, saving lots of people? Okay, that, now that we have talked about the history, we should talk about some important people that impacted the history. First off, I'm going to talk about Louis Armstrong. He was born on August 4, 1901. The New Orleans native Louis Armstrong was one of the greatest jazz musicians of all time. In the 1940s, Armstrong formed a small band called the All-Stars. Many famous jazz musicians played as members of his band. He toured with the All-Stars for the rest of his career. Louis Armstrong died on July 6, 1971 of a heart attack at the age of 69. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1990. That was some good information, but I still think that Minnesota has some people that made even bigger changes to the world. The first person I'm going to talk about is F. Scott Fitzgerald. F. Scott Fitzgerald was a great author born in Minnesota. Fitzgerald made lots of books in his career, but one stood out, The Great Gatsby. This is a book that was published in 1925, and it made a big impact exploring new topics and selling 25 million copies worldwide. Now, who's another incredible person from your state, Mia? My last important person I'm going to talk about is John James Audubon. His birding in Louisiana inspired some of his most memorable paintings. Just one of them is the Swallowtail Top. He was notable for his extensive studies documenting all types of American birds and for his detailed illustration. A major work, a color plate book titled The Birds of America is considered one of the finest ornithological works ever completed. Now I have my last important person as well, Judy Garland. Judy Garland was most famous for acting as Dorothy in the legendary Wizard of Oz movie. Judy Garland still has a museum that you should visit in the Grand Rapids. Judy Garland was also a giant impact to the world because she inspired a lot of actors all over the place. Now that we're done debating, which state do you think is better, Louisiana or Minnesota? Now that I know more about Minnesota, I think it's a bit better in my opinion, but it will never be better than Louisiana in my opinion. I don't agree with that last sentence, but okay. We hope you enjoyed our segment about Louisiana and Minnesota. Bye! Aloha, I'm Ryan, and today I will tell you why Hawaii is the best state to live in. 
not so fast, buddy. I think Alaska is way better. Oh, and I'm Dominic. It's true. Hawaii has so much incredible geography. Really? Like what? One great thing about Hawaii is that they have so many physical geographical features. If you want to go, try and see the misty plateaus and the craggy oceans. Hold up. Wait a sec. Are you trying to tell me that Hawaii is better than Alaska? Definitely. One of those amazing tourist attractions is Mount Kilauea. If you wanted to visit Kilauea, you would see that steamy clouds pour out of the ground. The lava is very fiery and the world's most active volcano. Each year, thousands of thrill-seeking lava watchers visit Kilauea. Well, if you don't want 2,100 degrees lava on your arm, then come to Alaska where there are mountains everywhere. None of them are volcanoes with 2,100 degrees lava in them. You can also ski down Mount McKinley, the third largest mountain in the world. It also actually used to be an active volcano. Speaking of large things, Mauna Kea is one of them. Its peak is 3,796 feet above sea level, making it the second largest peak on the planet. Wow, I think we should talk about all the miraculous things that happened in Alaska. And Hawaii. Hawaii is a very historic state. For example, in 1941, Japanese warplanes attacked the U.S. military base in Oahu. This is why the United States entered World War II. This disaster is known as the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Speaking of World War II, Alaska played a very big part in World War II. Like when Japan tried to take over parts of Alaska and got Canada on America's side, they destroyed Japan. Nice. Now I'll tell you about another very significant part of Hawaii's history. In 2009, Hawaiian native Barack Obama became the first African-American president. He also ended the war in Iraq, signed the Affordable Care Act, and increased benefits and support for United States veterans. Well, Alaska has history too, like the 9.2 powered earthquake that destroyed Alaska's Juneau. Now that's kind of cool, right? Totally. That sounds like a big earthquake. It was. In 1964, it was called the Great Alaska Earthquake, and was the most powerful earthquake to hit North America. In 1959, Alaska became a state. That was only 64 years ago. That's enough for history. I think maybe we could go on to Native Americans. Sure. Okay. Polynesians were one of the greatest nations in the world. They lived in small communities, ruled by chieftains who battled one another for Hawaiian territory. Did they have any interactions with Europeans? In fact, they did. In 1778, James Cook became the first European to discover the area. Alaskan nations are just as cool. It was the Yupik tribe was actually one of the biggest Native American tribes in the U.S. Today, they produce more than half of North America's seafood. That's a lot of fish. It is pretty incredible. Polynesians also had a big development of seafaring navigation skills and canoe technology. Oh, that's cool. Also, the Inuit was just as good as the Yupik. So it's just getting better from here. The Inuit actually moved from Russia to Alaska. Now, isn't that amazing? And there are only about 25,000 Native Americans in Alaska today. There used, also used to be more Native Americans in Alaska than in any other state. That's very interesting. Sure is. Hawaii has some more Native nations, you know. Native Hawaiians built lots of fish ponds where they were raised fish. In 1778, James Cook saw that long, wavy black hair on the island now known as Oahu. He was the first European to encounter the islands. That's amazing. Alaska, Alaska has some really interesting economies. Do you want to learn about them? I would love to. I'll teach you about them. Oil is a very big industry in the Great Frontier, otherwise known as Alaska. Industry is what Hawaii stands for. Construction, agriculture, and manufacturing are the main industries of Hawaii. Is the tourism industry popular? Because Alaska's is. Yes. Tourism is Hawaii's biggest industry. It makes about 21% of Hawaii's economy. That's $16 billion. $16 billion? That's it? 
Alaskan tourism makes 126 billion a year. That's only 10% of Alaska's money. All that money comes from dog mushing, which is dog sled racing, and ice sculpture competitions. Oh, Alaska also makes $180 billion off of oil. That's a lot of cheddar. Hawaii produces a lot of fresh goods like pineapple, mangoes, and macadamia nuts. Alaska is one of the top seafood producers in the world. It makes more than half of North America's seafood, which is one-twelfth of the world's seafood. But what kind of seafood is Alaska known for? Fish, but mostly trout, tuna, and yellowfin tuna. Sounds like Hawaii. Yellowfin tuna is one of the most commonly hunted fish in Hawaii and across the globe. I guess Alaska and Hawaii are actually very similar. This debate is probably a tie. Do you agree? Sure do. Think about how much we learned today about these two terrific states. We did learn a lot today, but sadly this debate can't go on forever. That's a wrap, folks. Thanks for listening. See ya. Hey, Mississippi, did you hear about the United States competition? Yes, I did, Delaware, and there's only one spot left, and I'm going to go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. They said only the best days both times, and I'm the best. I'm not so sure about that. Hi, my name is Penny. And my name is Emery. Today we're going to be talking about Delaware, the best state, versus Mississippi. So, Delaware, what's so important about your state anyways? What to start with? Oh, I know, the climate. Whether you like hot summers or cool winters, in Delaware, you get the best of both worlds. Depending on what type of weather you like, you can always find the right time to travel. Delaware sounds like a nice place, but the weather in Mississippi is hot, perfect for going swimming in the water. It would be fun to go there, but speaking of water, Delaware has lots of swimming water. Although Delaware might not have as many beaches, it does have lots of rivers. The most important river is the Delaware River. Why is the Delaware River important? Well, it provides 50% of New York's drinking water and all of Philadelphia's. That's so cool. Mississippi also has a river named after the state, the Mississippi River. Well, that's great and all, but is it as important as the Delaware River? And if so, why? The Mississippi River is important because it's home to many animals and it provides drinking water to 2.5 Minnesotans. All right, that sounds cool. Your river provides water too. Do you have any other amazing places in Mississippi? Yes, I do. In fact, I have a lot. One of them is Biloxi. Biloxi is a town in Mississippi, and it's on the coast of Mississippi, which is the Gulf of Mexico. Lots of people go there for vacation. I didn't know that. In Delaware, we have the Piedmont. Fun fact, the highest point in Delaware is there, rising 450 feet above sea level. Lots of people go there to visit. Lots of people visit Mississippi, but the population alone is almost 3 million people. You may have me in that category. Delaware's population is only 1.3 million, but Delaware is smaller, so that's fair. You're right, your state is smaller, but 1.3 million is still a lot. There must be a lot of people in Delaware. Yeah, you're right, there are a lot of people, and some are very important. That brings me to the next topic, important people. What important people are from Delaware? Well, one important person from Delaware is David Plouffe. How is David Plouffe important? David was the first presidential campaign manager from Delaware, not to mention the first African-American president, Barack Obama's campaign manager. He helped Barack win the election in 2008 and was a big piece of the history he made. I didn't know that. Mississippi also has important people. What important people are from Mississippi? One of the people from Mississippi is Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley was one of the most popular musicians in the world during the 1950s and 1960s. Lots of people enjoy his music. That's very interesting. Well, I'm not done. Oprah Winfrey is also important. Well, who is that? She is a talk show host, and she helps donate money to charities. Well, I didn't know that, but it's my turn. I have another important person. Who is it? Her name is Ruth Ann Miller, and she was the first female governor in Delaware. Fun fact, she was born right in Milford, Delaware. What years was she governor in Delaware? She was governor from 2001 to 2009. She inspired so many people. Since then, there have been about 19 female governors in the U.S. 
That wasn't that long ago, and she sounds really inspiring. Okay, so we both have some pretty important people. What about the first people to live in Mississippi and Delaware? The Native Americans. Okay, one of the tribes is called Choctaw. What happened to them after the settlers came? When Hernando de Soto entered Choctaw territory, he tried to take them for slaves. What happened? Did they fight back? Yes, they did, and many people died. That sounds very sad, but I have some Native American tribes too. Okay, tell me about one of your tribes. One of the tribes were called the Lene Lenape. What did they do? Well, they hunted and grew food and crops. What happened to your tribe when the settlers came? When the Europeans came, the Native Americans shared their food and resources. The settlers began to give them gifts, but not to repay their kind gestures, but in their mind to buy the land. The Native Americans did not know this and thought of it as sharing. When the Native Americans found out what was going on, they refused to let them buy the land because they believed that the land was something that could not be bought or sold. The Native Americans were then forced off their land. That sounds like a very important part of your history. It is a very important part of Delaware history. Delaware has a lot of important history. What are the most important parts of Delaware history? Well, first of all, Delaware was the first state to gain independence from Great Britain, meaning it was the first state. What year did Delaware become a state? Delaware became a state in 1776. When did Mississippi become a state? Mississippi became a state in 1817 and was the 20th state. Your state wasn't as early as Delaware, but it's still on the earlier side. True. What else do you know about Delaware's history? In 1777, Dover became the capital of Delaware. This was the first time Delaware picked their own capital. What history does Mississippi have? Well, in 1969, the U.S. Supreme Court ordered Mississippi schools to end the separation of black and white students. That's great. Okay, we both have some pretty important history, but what about ethnic groups? Well, there are a lot of Europeans. In fact, they take up more than half of the population. They made an impact when they came to Delaware. What type of Europeans lived in Delaware, and when did they come? The Dutch, English, and Swedish came in the 1600s. What ethnic groups live in Mississippi? African Americans are an ethnic group in Mississippi. Did they make an impact on your state? Mississippi holds celebrations for their achievements, including the Civil Rights Movement. I didn't know that. Another one of my eth ethnic groups are also African Americans. How did they come to Delaware? They came as slaves and worked on farms and mostly grew tobacco. I wouldn't want to do that unless I got paid a lot of money. Neither would I, but do you know that the slaves didn't get paid at all? Really? Yeah, I really think they should have paid them, because Delaware has a good economy. So does Mississippi. What are some different ways your state makes money? Well, lots of people like to visit Tupelo, where El Elvis Presley was born. Maybe I could visit there soon. Delaware has a lot of tourist attractions, too. Like what? Well, one fun attraction is the Dover International Speedway. Lots of people go there to get a picture with Miles the Monster. That sounds fun. I want to go there. I definitely do, too. How else does Delaware make money? Well, they have a lot of natural resources. What are some of the natural resources? One of them is mineralian soil. What does mineralian mean? It means the soil is filled with minerals, otherwise known as rocks and some types of gems. Ooh, I want to see that. What natural resources does Mississippi have? Some of them are cotton and lumber, because almost half of Mississippi is covered in forests. That's one of the very interesting facts I didn't know about Mississippi. Are there any other natural resources in Delaware? There are so many, but one that is very important is their mines. What's a mine? Like in Snow White and the Seven Doors. It's kind of like a cave, and you use a hammer to mine. Oh, that makes sense. Another way Mississippi makes money is their industries. One of their main industries is manufacturing and farming. All right, that's interesting. Are there any good industries in Delaware? I thought you'd never ask. Delaware has amazing industries including hotels, restaurants, finance, and insurance.
Tell me about one. Well, the restaurants and hotels are great for tourists and bring in a lot of money. Finance and insurance also brings in a lot of money as well. Wow, I learned so much about Delaware. And I learned so much about Mississippi. I didn't know how important Delaware was. Thanks. Ring, ring, ring. Oh, wait one second. I'm getting a call. Hi, I'm the head of the United States competition. I would like to inform you that a spot just opened up so you and Mississippi can both attend. Yay! Yay. This is so great. Now we can both go. I guess there was no need to debate. Well, I'm glad we did, so that we got to learn so much about both of our states. True. I guess something good did come out of our debate. Yeah, I guess so. I'm Penny. And I'm Emery. And this is all about Delaware versus Mississippi. I hope you learned a lot. Bye! We know you like learning about the states. We hope you will share this podcast with other people so they can learn about the states, too. Remember, there are more episodes to listen to. Thank you for listening to the Birch Meadow Way podcast.